0: Hey, what's up, family? Hope y'all are doing well. Welcome to this video. And in this video, we're going to talk about how to avoid satanic or personal traps. And so I'm excited about this video because I think it's, it's relevant. And I think a lot of us need to be extra cautious uh, in this new phase of life and to make sure that we're not being trapped uh, and hindered from being our best selves and from being uh, um, used by God in a high level, or cause an unnecessary strain. So, if you're watching me for the very first time, my name is Joshua Eze, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And if uh, after you watch this video, like, man, I like this guy's vibe, go ahead and subscribe. I would love to be your coach here online. But for those who's been subscribed for a long time, who's been listening, watching, uh, supporting for a long time, I want to personally say in every video, thank you so much uh, for supporting. Support, and I kind of honor that God will utilize me in any kind of way to help you find your way in the way, the truth and the life who is Jesus Christ. And so uh, come on in. I have a lot of notes. Give me one second. I'm gonna get my notes together. I ain't even got my notes up. Give me one second. And so while you while you watching me right now, go ahead and share, because I think this is going to be a topic um, that a lot of us need um, to make sure that we are um, successful when it comes to avoiding uh, satanic traps. But here's some scripture that I wanna share real quickly uh, for us to really understand what it is um, that we're facing and how that we can avoid these traps so that we can continue on um, being about our father's business. But First Peter um, 5, 8 says this, it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. For your adversary, the devil, prowls around like, keyword like, a roaring lion, seeking someone that he may devour. That verse is very um, powerful because it gives us insight of the character of the one that is prowling, right? It says, be sober-minded, be watchful. That's our responsibility. In order for us to avoid traps, in order for us to be successful, in order for us to be the soldiers in the army of God, we have to be sober-minded. Sober-mindedness means that I'm not wayward in my mind, meaning meaning that I'm not... Um, indulge in intoxicated forms of thoughts. I'm sober minded. I'm alert. Um, I'm taking care of my mind, both uh, emotionally, mentally, biologically to a degree that I'm watching what I eat. I'm watching when I eat. I'm watching what I think to make sure that my mind constantly stays sober and in a state of renewal, keeping me um, um, succeeding in every life. So I have to be sober minded. I cannot be intoxicated in any extreme. I cannot be intoxicated um, in in sad thoughts or bad thoughts or or overly intoxicated with, with mental pleasures, right? And it says, be watchful. I have to be constantly in a state of watchfulness, meaning that I am fully aware as a soldier. Remember Gideon? Um, uh, God told Gideon to bring um, the soldiers to the water um, because the water was going to represent some form of refreshment. And, and when you bring them to the water, the soldiers that bows down into the water and drinks for themselves, those individuals are not fit for war. But those men who go to the water and bring the water to themselves while remaining watchful, those individuals are fit for war. So what he's saying is, is that in this life, it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. It doesn't mean that you can't uh, um, um, uh, 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 enjoy it, like I said before, but it's saying while you're enjoying the refreshing the refreshments of life, you got to keep your head on a swivel. But unfortunately, so many people bow down to refreshment and then they find themselves attacked. The enemy loves when you're brought into seasons of refreshment or to bring you or to bring you into places where you feel is your sole source for sustainability. He loves that because he knows if you bow down to it, you worship it. But the people that says, you know what? I'm in this world and there are some great things to enjoy in this world, but I'm not going to bow down to it. I'm going to remain watchful while I do refresh myself and while I do enjoy life. It says be sober. Let me make sure I get the scripture for y'all. It says be sober minded for your adversary. The devil is not your friend. The people in, immersed, entangled, and enlisted in his system are not your friends. The people that are in the airways, the media, uh, the people that are in positions that are, are that are, are sons of him, they're not your friends. That's why you got to make sure that you are discerning, right? Because the Bible talks about that he comes as an a, 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 a angel of light. Right, he's not going to come to you with with horns and 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 all that. He's going to come friendly. But when you know that, hey, I got to remain so many and watchful because my adversary and everything that's associated, attached to his satanic system, they are not my friends. That no, no matter what you engage in, whether it's environments or no matter what your um. And friends with or entangled in or invested in, you got to ask them, is this in the engrafted or connected to God? Or is this a part of Satan's system? Because no matter what it is, whether it's places you go to, foods you eat, um, friends you have, relationships you're Uh, or people that you admire, you got to ask yourself, what are they connected to? Because none of those things are going to be your friends. It says for your adversary, the devil prowls, prowls means roams, roams around like a what roaring lion. He wants to be like the lion of Judah so bad, but he roams around like a roaring lion, meaning that his roar should not be something you should be afraid of. He has, he's, he's all roar, no bite. Right. And so he roars because he knows fear, the effects of fear. So he roars loud like a lion. But you have to understand he has no bite. Jesus took his, he took the keys and his teeth. <laughs> he has no bite, but he's all roar, seeking someone to devour. That's why you gotta ask yourself in every hour, am I setting myself to be devoured? Right. So, you avoid traps. We're going to get into some more points by being so minded, being watchful, because I am aware that my enemy is roaring around, uh, prowling around, roaming around with a roar, seeking someone that he may devour. Uh, James 4 7 says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from me. See, it's another responsibility. See, there's two action words in this phrase here it says, Submit and resist. In order to avoid traps, we must submit. We got to say, I no longer am able to control my life. I submit my life to God. I submit myself under God, under his mighty hand. I don't have no proud within. I'm going to submit myself to his hand. It is my responsibility to submit myself every day, every hour, every minute, every second, endeavoring to submit my life to God. The issue is, the reason why we are always in traps is because we don't know how to properly submit. And I'll probably do another video after this on submission. And what does it mean to submit to God? And I'll do that. But we have to submit ourselves to God saying, God, I am available for service. I'm accessible. I'm available, right? I'm valuable. I'm going to submit myself, therefore, to God. I'm going to also submit myself to God's timing. That's difficult. It is very difficult for a lot of us to submit ourselves to God's timing, submit ourselves to God's uh, um, uh, 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 um, commandments to say, I submit to it, submitting ourselves to the spirit of God. That requires a a, a level of awe and a level of reverence to say, God, you are worthy of my submission and I submit myself wholeheartedly to you. It says submit submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, resisting. Is a form of disciplining. Disciplining means I'm going to I'm going to discipline myself and resist the devil because I am aware I have to resist him and he will flee from you. See, demons don't like to waste time. Demons do not like to waste time. You notice he only asked Jesus three questions. The devil only asked to try to tempt Jesus three times. He's, he's not going to sit there and do 10 times. No, because they, they, they have to keep going. They they, they are disembodied spirits. Demonic spirits is looking to function based upon what they have been commissioned to function as. A spirit of lust is looking for a body to execute lust through. A spirit of fear is trying to find a body to execute fear through. A, a spirit of abuse, a spirit of hate and murder is looking for open and available vessel to fulfill their particular vision. So they look at you and your body and your, your ears are closed off to them. Your eyes are closed off to them. Your words are closed off to them. Your emotions are closed off to them. They're not going to stay long. The issue is we don't know how to resist. So, But we persist to fall into his traps, right? To be in the midst of his trap. But when you know who you are in Christ, you can resist him. Because why am I going to uh, engage someone that's defeated? Why am I going to engage someone that is not my friend? But how can you resist until you submit, right? It says, submit yourselves, therefore, into God. Oh, that's the wrong verse. <laughs> submit yourself, therefore, to God. Uh, resist the devil and he will flee from you. He is not going to waste his time. If you make time for him, you will find yourself entrapped by him, right? But if, you, but if you have value with your time and you value your mind and you value who you're intertwined with, who is God, it's easy to resist. It becomes easier to resist, right? And, and we know that that as humans, uh, um, this can be difficult. Uh, um, but we're going to talk about it so we can learn more. Now, First John, First John. Oh, my! Please forgive me. I ain't even going to the chat yet. Jojo, what's up, man? Hey, man, I was a fool for not believing people close to me was setting out traps. I'm gonna get there. I can't wait to get there because one of the ways the devil sets traps through people. Uh, Aisha Manning, what's going on? Thank you for watching. Hey, I am in need of prayer. Lord, I pray right now, whatever Alana's need is, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you will supply all of her needs according to your riches and glory. Whatever satanic trap or anything that's warring against her mind, I come against it right now in Jesus' name. She will walk in freedom. She will walk in peace. And whatever the issue is, God, you've already turned it around for her good. And we thank you, Lord, this video, this anointing that's in this video will destroy any type of yokes that's causing her to be trapped or, or, or in whatever need that she has. And we believe it so. And she's able to pray. Amen. God's girl. Yep. The Bible even says your worst enemy is of your own household. So that's right. Belinda says, hey, coach. Hey, how y'all doing? Let's get back into it. Now, 1 John. That's right. We have the victory in Christ Jesus, period. That's right. Let's get, let's get into more points. 1 John 3.8 says, whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Only through the power of Jesus can the powers and the works of the devil can be destroyed. He's already destroyed them. Now, it has, when Jesus came on the scene and He was uh, and He died and He and He arose, right, and He defeated Satan, right. Everything reset. It. What I mean by that, now we are back in this age of Eden. Now I'm not talking about in the actual place of Eden, but in the actual where Satan was not uh uh um had no weapons, right? This is what I'm saying. After Adam and Eve came out of the garden, power was given over to Satan. Power was given over to Satan. He now had power. Jesus in the second Adam comes in, God in flesh, fully God, fully man, comes into in the scene became the sacrificial lamb, went into hell, stole the keys, stole all the power from Satan. Now the only power Satan has is when we give it to him. It's no longer that he has power whether we give it to him or not. Now it is our responsibility not to be like Adam was in Eden and handing over power over ourselves in the hands of the devil, right? So now as believers, we got to make sure That we are not entertaining his suggestions, entertaining, I don't want to say he, because he is not omnipresent. We're talking about entertaining what represents him, giving our ear to to the the satanic um, uh, spells and satanic allures as in social media, that's in movies, that's in music. See, he's not everywhere, but he uses a lot of things. And when we give and bow ourselves in ignorance to media, to people, to all these different things, then we're giving him power to affect us. Now we are submitting ourselves to the spells, to the to the to the witch work, to the control of the enemy in the system. That's why we gotta stay alert because it's, it's more it's, it's too many levels to this, right? I gotta keep going for time's sake. Whoever makes a practice of sinning, okay, the reason of the son of God appeared, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil, right? And so when that work was destroyed, the only way the witch work can work on us now is if we submit ourselves to the witch work. Now, uh, this scripture is pretty layered, and I, I wrote a book on this Um, called the uh, um, World War Me, which is available on my website. I'll make sure I post it right now. Uh oh! I don't have a graphic of my book, that book there But if you want to go Iamunplugged.com Or go to Amazon and type in Joshua Ezzi It's a red book called World War, World War Me And it talks about spiritual warfare But this verse right here is very important It says finally In Ephesians Finally be strong in the Lord In order to avoid traps we have to find our strength in God It says finally Be strong in the Lord Right And in the strength of his might it's impossible to 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 avoid traps if we're doing everything in our own strength. In order for us to find success as we war, as 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 soldiers, right? We gotta make sure that we are strong in the Lord. Not in our own might, not in our own energy, not by power, not by might, but by his spirit, says the Lord, right? Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Because in our own strength, no matter how smart you are, no matter how rich you are, no matter how well connected you are, those strengths cannot defeat the devil. He's the God of this world system. It can't defeat it. Your strength and your, uh, um, what the Bible says, don't boast. Don't let the wise man boast in his wisdom. Don't let the rich man boast in his riches. <clears throat> don't let the strong man boast in his strength. But let this be his boast that he loves, that he knows the Lord. Right? The more you know God, the stronger you become. The more you know God, the more mighty you become. The more you know God, the more wise you become. The more you know God, the more rich you become. riches internally and externally, potentially. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Go through this real quick because I've done enough videos on this and I maybe do some more. That you may be able to stand against the schemes or the wiles of the devil be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might put on the whole armor no soldier goes to war without any of his armor we're going to break these down real briefly put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand not bend not break but stand against the schemes tactics strategies of the devil the issue is many of us are not sober-minded. The issue is many of us are not watchful. Many of us, the issue is we're not submitted. The issue is many of us don't know how to resist it. Nextly, we don't even know that Jesus destroyed the works of the devil, and many of us are not strong and strengthened in the might of God or fully armored, and we wonder why we in traps. And these things are not being taught regularly, because most of these preachers are trapped themselves. It says, for we do not, verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. The issue is the reason why we keep falling to traps because we keep wrestling against the wrong enemy. One of the greatest lies the devil ever told was making us believe he doesn't exist. Because if he doesn't exist, we don't, we don't know how to resist him and them associated with him. But if you constantly wrestle against flesh and blood, you're already trapped. A real mature believer understands that no matter what they mom said, dad said, brother, auntie, sister, cousin, friend, person online in the comments, no matter what they say, they know I'm not going to wrestle against them because they are being a tool used for me to be trapped. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. And when this was written in Ephesus for Ephesus, we can only imagine what this present darkness is. For we wrestle against rulers, demonic principalities and authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present age or darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. There's layers to this. When we're aware that Satan's system is well-organized, then the more we are not cut off surprised. That's why I don't watch everything, listen to everything, because this world is so dense in demonic tactics, strategies, schemes. That's why you got to say, hey, man, From the top down to the bottom demons. We got to understand that little demons all the way to top dog demons, demons and principalities that governs regions, that governs countries. You can tell by the character of a country, by the character of a city, by the character of a state, by the character of a town, by the character of a neighborhood, by the character of a home, by the character of an individual, what's the demon associated with them? And the more we are not able to step back and look at it, how we should look at it, the more we find ourselves in traps. Look at your look at your heart, look at your home, look at your neighborhood, look at your town, look at your city, look at your state, look at your country, look at your friends, look at your job, look at your school, look at what you do, and you can see somewhere along that line if it's not covered by the things of God, and, and, and people of God, then you can tell what type of governing demonic spirit is governing that particular area. If you just take a step back and look, you'll be able to say, yeah. When, when I say Las Vegas, what do you think? When I say Miami, what do you think? When I say New York City, what do you think? When I say Washington, D.C., what do you think? When I, you, can, you can quickly name. <clears throat> when I say San Francisco, what do you think? When I say Atlanta, Georgia, what do you think? It's easy to see. It says, therefore, verse 13, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. There is an evil day coming. Evil day could just be any temptation is evil. No matter what evil work the enemy wants to do, it's going to be evil so that you'll be able to withstand in the evil day. Whether whether a particular day, what Jesus was trying to say through the spirit of God as an evil day or the evil days that may be trying to set up for you. But it's hard to have an evil day when you engage in that day rejoicing. It says that you may be able to withstand an evil day in having done all. Having done all. You, gotta, you can't do half. You, and, after, and having done all to stand firm. Right? Stand therefore having. Here we go. Fastened by the belt of truth. Now, why the belt of truth? We live in a world where truth is relative, not absolute. Because absolute truth leads to an awesome God. (laughs) If anybody in a right mind can go out and step outside and see that there's something greater than science out here, there's something greater than what we see out here, that there is an absolute being by which everything was caused that didn't himself have a cause, but sparked all causes. So when you have the belt of truth, when you're actually in war, everything's tight, nothing loose. Imagine a soldier going out in a war with a loose belt. You know how it is. You you'll make yourself susceptible to be tripped up. Having fastened the belt of truth that I know what the truth is and I'll die for this. Because I process, there's no way that God would not give us a faith that is not supported by factual evidence of truth. God does not have to be seen to be proven. God says, I don't have to be seen to be proven. I've proven myself through what I've created. I've proven myself from the reflection you see in the mirror. So what he's saying is, there's no need for me to prove. And me trying to prove keeps me from being God because what God has to bow down to the demands of his creation. But when you are in war, you fasten that belt of truth because you know that truth sets you free. Whom the Son says free is free indeed. He is truth. So fasten about you and have you put on a breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is important in order to avoid traps. When I know that my heart, no matter what I do, if I fall today, Jesus' righteousness has been imputed on me. There's no need to fall in self-pity because I'm a child of God my heart is always covered that I am the righteousness of Christ that doesn't give me liberty to sin it just means that I am and I am and I am uh impressed by in awe of how in this this stream of life that no matter what I do I'm talking about if I'm truly converted right that Jesus the through the the father sees me, in right standing meaning that i don't have to worry about hell i'm in right standing but that doesn't mean that i live unrighteously but my heart is covered no matter what the devil tries to shoot at my heart i am the righteousness of christ jesus Because of Jesus' death, his righteousness was imputed on me. My sins were put on him. When the father turned his back on Jesus, he turned his back on all of my sins so that now I can be face-to-face with him without any doubt and I can approach the throne room boldly as a son and daughter of God. So now my heart's covered. So the devil doesn't have to say, God don't care about you. God don't love you. I already know he loves me. Not because of what I do. He loves me because of what the son did. So now I can rest in his righteousness because I'm in right standing. And that imputed righteousness has been placed on me because of Jesus now inspires me daily to live righteously. So now I live righteously because I don't even deserve this righteousness that was imputed on me. And now that I'm in right standing, I don't have to worry about the penalty of hell anymore. Now I have hope. That's why I call it called the breastplate so my heart is guarded. So I don't fall into condemnation. Let's keep going. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Because the gospel is peaceful, I'm ready. My shoes are shod with the preparation of peace. What's a soldier with no grip? What's a hooper with no grip? When I play ball, I want shoes with grip, ready, shod, ready to go. So I can pivot. So I can I can get to it. And the gospel of peace, I can now, no matter where I step into, I'm a peaceful person. People are, I feel the peace of God on me because nobody is converted through the pressures that ha- nobody is saved through a pressuring gospel. People are brought into the kingdom of God through a peaceful gospel. So, if I'm a peaceful person, gentle person, I'm ready to serve at any given moment. The gospel, anytime the gospel requires me, Holy Spirit requires me to be a living testament of the gospel. Sharing of the gospel doesn't always mean I have to always speak it, even though speaking it and making it make sense to an individual can draw a person, but I have to first be a gospel individual, a living epistle. So when people see me, they're drawn to me. And now the hope that was given to me, I can can be apologetic with all their questions. I can be gentle with all their concerns. And then I'm a person of peace that can bring people into the kingdom of God. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel, please, in all circumstances, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. You have to build your faith so that in every circumstance, that's why the Bible says in James, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience. So now, now all these experiences that God has allowed you to go through starts making sense now. Because when you look back at it, but oh, that made me stronger. Okay, that made my faith stronger. So no matter when my family goes through this as a man, I can take up the shield of faith. No matter what you're going through as a woman, you can take up the shield of faith. No matter where you are on your job, shield of faith. No matter what situation you're in, shield of faith. In every circumstance, because you've gone through various trials, now it's making you versatile to lift up your shield anytime, in all circumstances. Take up the shield of faith, which will which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of evil. He's gonna shoot stuff at your faith. But you put that shield up, he'll give up. And take the helmet of salvation, the helmet. You got to understand that you're saved. And what does it mean to be saved? The helmet of salvation. That my mind knows, my mind is stable because I am saved and a son of God. And it keeps me from any type of false doctrines, any type of waywardness. And the sword of spirit, this part means the only weapon you have. Jesus demonstrated this in the garden, not in the garden, but in the wilderness. He demonstrated this, that the only weapon he had was the word of God. If you don't listen, the enemy loves approaching soldiers with an empty clip. The enemy loves fighting soldiers in God's kingdom with an empty clip, meaning they mentally, emotionally, faithfully don't understand or know the word of God enough. To clap back. That's why it only took three questions. All he could ask was three questions. He was like, I'm out. This this is the son of God. He got a lot of questions. He got a lot of answers for me. And he left. That's why you don't engage any type of demonic spirit outside the word of God. You got to tell him the word. That's your only weaponry. It says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the spirit. With all press application to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance. Making supplication for all the saints. That's self-explanatory. Now, how to avoid trying to get into it? The problem. I'm 30 minutes in and I ain't even got to my notes. That's how rich the word of God is. That's how rich the word of God is. And we got to get to a place where we understand the richness of it. And that it—we it, it, as preachers and as people, it's hard for us to get through certain things because of how rich the word of God is. The problem. People are too caught up in traps to become who they need to be and have what they were purposed to have. The issue is too many people are too caught up in traps. Either they're approaching a trap, either in a trap or getting out of a trap, but only but only about to fall themselves, find themselves in another trap. People are too caught up in traps to become who they need to be. Hold on, make sure. Uh okay, here we go. <clears throat> Keeping them from being who they need to be and from what they purpose to have. The enemy wants to stifle growth. The enemy knows that any person that embodies the spirit of God and it's submitted to them, are dangerous. So he wants to get people caught up in traps so they won't become who they need to be and have what they need to have. Let's keep going. Satan's traps are subtle. Please understand, his traps, this world system's traps are subtle. Look at music. Most of the things that people are making excuses for, like music, like movies, like like things that are entertained with on social media, they, they, they think because it's not all the way bad that it's not bad, but they don't understand that things are subtle. Look at dieting. Look at everything that we engage in. Like, like how does one's taste buds run their lives? They don't think about the esophagus, they don't think about their stomach, they don't think about their larger or uh small intestine, they don't think about uh, um the cells that are infected by the food, they, eat. they don't think about that. All they think about is the taste buds. All they think about is well, it sounds good, or what well, it's not It's not it's not that too much in it. And what what's the big deal about listening to music? What's the big deal? It is a big deal. Because most of us are not smart enough to know the subtleties of the satanic strategies. And you think these churches and these preachers and these people that's making it or giving clearance to people, making people feel like it's okay to listen to this. It's okay to think about this. It's okay to engage. It's okay to watch this. They're forgetting that it's subtle, that the enemy operates through subtlety. But if we forget about that, then we'll engage. If we can't can't even recognize the small part of it, then it's too late. It's too late. That's why you got to watch everything that comes in your ear. You got to watch everything you entertain with your eye. You got to watch everything you speak. The enemy satanic system works on legalities. They, They no longer have no power. They go by what you give them clearance legally to do. They know legally they can't do anything to you without your consent. Right? So they know or they go through different loopholes due to a lack of understanding, due to ignorance, due to emotional instability, they'll come through different lo- uh, loopholes within legal terms to get you to fall into their terms. And what they do is they have to show you, they have to present it to you, so that if you give it clearance, even though it's blatantly wrong, even though it's clearly seen as wrong, now they're giving, they're showing everything, even the angels around you, that this person is now giving me clearance, this person is now giving me legal rights, through their free will, for me to take over the will of their life. So that's why you can't listen to certain music because if that song has a spell and they'll make you give excuses to it, now by you giving clearance, by putting it on your head and by you giving clearance, letting it into your soul and by you giving clearance to come out of your mouth, in repeating the lyrics, and you don't even know there's a spell on it. You don't even know the agenda behind it. Now you done gave that demon, that part of the system, legal right to destroy your life in any kind of way due to you allowing it through your free will. That's why I can't listen to everything because it's deeper than just the sound. It's deeper than just this taste. It's deeper It's deeper than, than the friendliness on their face. It's deeper than that. And if you don't know the depths of the demonic, that's why the Bible says do not be ignorant of Satan's devices. Because when you become ignorant to it, then it'll get in you to do it, right? So we as people, we gotta understand, I just can't listen to everything. Don't you think the devil stuff is gonna sound better? <laughs> Taste better? Look better? It's always gonna be enhanced because he knows that most people are in a low level of frequency. They will operate operating a low level of frequency of uh, self-hate, self-pity, self-doubt, selfishness. Most people operate in low frequencies. They're not thinking on things that are above. They're in low frequencies of emotions. We understand frequencies and energies. We have we live in a world full of frequencies and vibrations and all that kind of stuff, right? That's just how everything is connected. Look at molecules and how they vibrate. Everything is in frequencies and vibrations. And when you understand or engage in low level of frequencies and the joy of the Lord is not your strength, that's why joy is the highest frequency. Joy is probably the highest frequency. That's why the devil can't defeat nobody in joy because that's the highest frequency. The joy of the Lord is their strength. Their joy is in God. How can you really affect the person whose joy is not in this world? How can you destroy a person whose joy is not connected to this world? So joy is the highest frequency. What's the other word? Uh, uh, gratitude is the highest frequency. Having a renewed mind and the right perspective, that's high thinking frequency. But most people are operating in lower frequencies. Therefore, it's easy to distract people. It's easy to uh, to get people to consent to things because now, uh, because I don't have enough money, because I don't have enough this, because I don't have enough that, because I don't have this or that. They're now making deals with the devil. You don't got to be high up to make deals with the devil. We make people make deals with the devil all the time. Or devils not the devil because not omnipresent people start making deals because of false hopes uh uh, uh um self hate all that kind of stuff all these abuses and wounds that's why the devil demons create a system why do you think um these 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 uh uh, uh abortions or even a thought of abortion or 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 resentment or well, that's why the enemy creates a society that 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 causes people to cross the boundaries of god so if you have a man and woman having sex prematurely and not in a safe covenant, which is called marriage submitted to God, when those individuals begin to have sex and have a child, that man starts perpetuating frequencies into that woman and into that woman's womb, those frequencies of, I don't want a child or this child could be could keep me from doing this. Now those frequencies are affecting the development of that child in that woman's womb. And people are are feeling that outside of the womb the 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 feelings the frequencies of resentment the frequencies of this was an accident the frequencies of that that my my father didn't want me it's deep man so he says keep doing things immaturely keep crossing the boundaries keep doing different things because the frequencies that you give can affect the even the development of a child in a woman's womb and about time you come into the world you behind by 40 points so he loves to uh, to, to uh, uh, they love to affect us or wound us in our formative years, in our years of adolescence when we're unstable, because he knows that most people are not mature enough. That's why he's after the youth. And the reason why many of us are not full of joy now, because we are still processing, or still imprisoned by, or still trapped by the emotional uh uh uh, uh cages that we were set in. The enemy doesn't fight fair. They always hit you in your emphasis. That's that's just how he works. And so when we are unaware of that, then we'll be entertaining different things with spells on it, with strategies on the text. On it. That's why you I mean, look at these preachers now and everyone that Instagrams. Why are they playing secular music for? Why are they playing these different things? Like 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 the issue. The, the devil understands that he has a double uh, demonic a uh, 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 connection on both sides. Both the lyric lyrics. And the levels in the beat, he knows what certain sounds do to an individual and how it puts people in certain trances and how it affects different parts of their body and how certain basses and certain beat drums uh, uh, triggers us sexually or or makes us aggressively, makes us aggressive, right? He knows that even in the beat, I can put spells in it because it is the sound of the beat no matter where you go to. Look at these babies. When they play certain songs, the babies start bouncing. They don't even know the body just reacts to the beat because we're all connected by frequency, right? And then the lyrics and then the stuff, the spells is intertwined through the words. They craft these things so that you can be spelled, so that you can be connected, so that you can be made dumb. Do you understand that there are certain sounds, certain frequencies, certain beats, certain words that literally dumbs you down? And now these preachers are putting the beat well, I'm not putting the words, putting it all in their video captions. And what what God don't need Satan's marketing tools to reach people. And now preachers saying, it's okay to listen to this. It's okay to that. And then now you see all these celebrities now coming. That's why I don't, I don't, I, when I look at a celebrity getting saved, right? Right. When I look at them, I look at who, what camp they come in. If the camp is toxic, if the camp got devils, I don't trust that celebrity salvation or I'm praying for that person's salvation more because now the enemy's saying, even if this person that was in Satan's dark kingdom wants salvation, I'm the best way to keep him trapped or keep her trapped is to bring my hired pastor, my hired Christian uh, celebrity to keep them docile, to keep them at this step level for a while. It's levels to this man. It's levels to this man. And as I speak this, I'm praying divine protection right now over my wife. I'm praying divine protection over myself. I'm praying divine protection. No, no matter what I do in this video, Satan will not retaliate. That's how you got to do it. He will not affect my wife. He will not affect my mom, my father, my siblings, my sisters, my anybody. He will not affect anyone because I'm doing I, what I'm saying right now is valuable. But the Pete Perth, the, the tragic thing is, people don't know how how the depths of it. And now they just listen to all kinds of music. Like these people ain't in contractual agreements with the devil. Like the people they even give their music don't put those spells in the devil. The movies that we watch, the subtle imagery that there's placing on the canvas of our mind that's caused us to bear the image of the images that we are always connected to. People are too caught up in traps to become who they need to be and have what they are purposed to have. Next point. Satan's traps are subtle and set purposefully. Satan's traps are subtle And are set purposefully. He's very strategic. Satan's system is strategic, strong, and specific. Just because I say the word strong don't mean it's the strongest. It's still strong. But it's billions of light years away from how strong God is and how strategic God is and how specific God is. But we are required, we are commissioned through the word of God not to be ignorant. Everyone on the planet is up under some form. Make sure I get my notes up. Everyone in on the planet is up under some form of deception or ignorance. Everyone, even me. Everyone on the planet is up under some form of deception because that's how dense this world is. Nobody is perfectly freed from deception or ignorance. Right. That's why we got to keep relying on God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into what? All truth. Because truth sets us free. I got to always be progressively open to the truth of God and the truth of husbandhood, the truth of parenthood, the truth of a man of God, the truth of whatever it is that I'm associated with, the truth of of what I'm commissioned to do. Making it easy for traps to be set and become successful. In order for a trap to be successful, a person has to be, See, the enemy is going to always attack you where you're ignorant or deceived. Demons are always going to attack you where you are ignorant and deceived. That's how they work. They'll never approach you where you are anchored in truth. If you are a person right now, if you are a person that is very disciplined when it comes to their diet, they they they're not gonna they're not gonna tempt you with donuts every day. Mm-mm, that's a waste of time. Why am I going to attack her when her diet is strong? I ain't gonna, her body's not even in question for me to attack. But what I can attack is that daddy issue, though. What I can attack the, him, he's in the gym every day, but he got mama issues. See, they, 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 they love to come at the angle angle of your deception or ignorance. Oh, you fit, but you got open doors to these type of shows you go to and 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 things you entertain. See, they're only going to attack you where there is deception or ignorance. Let's keep going. Um, civilians versus, here we go. Civilians versus soldiers. Real quickly on this point. Civilians versus soldiers. Uh, the Bible says no soldier entangles himself with civilian affairs for his hope or her hope or joy is to please the one that enlisted them. The question is, as a believer, are you a civilian Christian or a soldier in the kingdom of God? This world system is designed to make you love here. It's, it's created to make you become a civilian here. It's created for you to get comfortable here. It's created for you to want to stay here. But when you realize that you are a pilgrim passing through and that you are a soldier on behalf of the kingdom of God, you live differently. You think differently. You drink differently. You eat differently. You do things different because, you know, you got to stay sharp. You, you spend your time differently because, you know, I got to master my craft so the master can have something to use. Right. So when you understand that, you say, I'm going to, I'm not going to entangle myself. Like right now, I don't, everyone wants to go to uh, do stuff and do this in the world. That's cool. The only thing I really like to do on this planet that I don't mind engaging in is restaurants. <laughs> I don't really care about NBA games. I don't really care about football game. I don't care about, I don't, I don't entangle myself. The only thing that I have to watch out for is entangle myself to these restaurants. That's all it, right? But I'm not going to entangle myself in what kind of house am I going to get? Even though, yeah, I want a nice house. But I'm not going to entangle myself with it. Oh, I got to have this big house. And everything I do is for the house. Everything I do is for my spouse. Everything is doing is for me to get out. You know, everything is about that. Now, I don't want to entangle myself. I keep my head on swivel. Even though I'm pursuing success on this earth realm, And even though I'm pursuing a house for, uh, to build a house for my wife and all this kind of stuff. I keep my head on swivel. I don't come entangled with it. I don't become immersed with it. Right? Because I'm still focused on pleasing the one that enlisted me. Let's keep going. Because I'm going 46 minutes. And I ain't even got to my, look at these. I ain't even got to my acronyms. <laughs> How Satan traps us. Number one, T, he traps us through tailored temptations. Tailored temptation. Everyone is drawn away by their own lust and enticed. He traps us through tailored temptations. Look at what a tailored, you know what a tailored suit is? It's customized to you. He tailors his temptation to you. That's how they gets you in traps. He, you got to say, demons uh, are very observant. Demons, uh, they'll, they'll observe for three years and have you trapped for 30. And you're like, life is good right now. Yeah, they're still observing. They're, they're, they're doing family history checks. They're thinking about, uh, they're asking the demons that was with your great great granddad, and they're saying, okay, let's get this generation, generational curse, get this generational curse of the mind, the way his grandfather thinks I'm going to get him to think that way, the way his grandmama, the way her grandmama thinks I'm going to get her thinking that way. And that's why if you look generationally, look at the moms, fellas, before you married a girl. Look at the dads before you married married a girl. Look at the mom. Look at the dad before you get marry him, and, and ask yourself, has he been delivered? <clears throat> From the generational connections, he was a Rolling Stone. Great granddad was a Rolling Stone. Great dad, granddad was a Rolling Stone. Grand dad was a Rolling Stone. Well, you think you gonna roll some stones too. Yes, grandmama talk crazy. Great grandmama talk crazy. Grandma talk crazy. Mama talk crazy. And you don't think she ain't gonna talk crazy? If that person not willing or is aware of how they can stop generational connections, generational curse from being passed down mentally, emotionally, verbally, financially, there's many ways these generational curses passed down. Because you always you always gonna repeat what you saw. You're gonna repeat what governs if you don't know if you don't allow Jesus to govern you as your Lord and Savior. So what happens is people, people just carry on through what was done through their lineages right so he says i'm gonna do inve- they're gonna do investigative work and say okay who was his granddaddy what was his dad what was his relationship with his father what was his relationship with his mother who wounded him who wounded her who is the heaviest on her heart so we could always utilize this one person to tear her apart that's why you can't just be out here just sleeping with everybody and being friends with everybody because he knows that these individuals, and I'm going to get there, that's connected to you are time bombs. And then when they wound you or abuse you, now the enemy has the best way to control you is to use who abused you. So there's going to be, wow, well, is this person wired? Because if this temptation gets him, what does he want? What does he want badly? versus what he wants gladly right what does they want and all they do is saying let me ma- let me do the measurements and tailor the temptation to him because I have a 95 percent chance to make him fall and make her fall because they are completely unaware what's tailored to them and temperaments how say traps our temperaments temperaments mean emotions We live in an emotional society. You cannot be too emotionally connected to anything without any logical understanding of why. Question is, why are you emotionally attached? Look at all your emotional attachments in your life, who you're most attached to, what happened in your past that you most attached to, whatever triggers you, write it down. He triggers me, she triggers me, that triggered me, triggers me, that experience triggers me when I'm remembered, those type of words trigger me. I remember there was a person that I used to advise and I always told her to be careful. And she literally got mad at me. Don't ever tell me to be careful. How? Because she said, My parents always told me to be careful. It's like, okay. I was just saying, be safe, be careful when I was coaching her. And she was like, uh, and got mad. So a good phrase, no matter how I was using the past, triggered her. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. But temperaments, write down all the things that triggered you or triggers you and ask yourself, why am I emotionally connected to that? And then ask yourself, why haven't I submitted God with that? Submitted God with that. And really allow the Holy Spirit to cause you to forgive that person. to be set free. If not, you're going to find yourself traps emotionally. Or an unrenewed mind and no self-restraint is how Satan traps us. Where in your mind, where in his or her mind is she not renewed mentally? How does she think about marriage? How does she think about um, her body? How does she think about herself? How does he think about all these different things? And if it's nowhere close to the standards of the word of God, I can make him or her fall in the trap. Oh, that person has no self-control, no self-restraint. I could trap him. You got to have discipline, self-control. Wherever you lack self-restraint, you're going to find yourself in traps. So now he traps us by where we have no self-control. I have to always guard my taste buds. I have to always guard because I love to eat. Right? I love to eat. So I always got to guard myself. Uh-oh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, self-restraint, Josh. Because I know that's tailored to me. I love to eat. Food is, I love food. Not like that. But food, I love, I enjoy food. I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy it. But I got to watch it. Make sure that it doesn't cause me to be stretched beyond myself and cause unnecessary health problems. A, the airways. The airways. How Satan traps the airways. Social media. Shows. Music. The airways. Airways, things flowing through your mind, flowing through your eyes. He traps us that way. He also tra- traps us through worldly ambitions, people who are uh, selfishly ambitious. They just want success so bad because of how they l- once lived. He traps that like, because if you don't have no guard on your ambitions, you're going to find yourself in-, in-, in traps. You cannot want something too bad. How many women wanted a man so bad and got with an abusive man? How many men wanted a woman so bad and got caught with a crazy woman? How many people wanted success so bad, found themselves in compromise, and found themselves blackmailed and now they got to do whatever that, whatever that demon wants them to do. You cannot want nothing too bad. If you want something too bad, bad will happen. Let's keep going. Next, P, how Satan traps us through people. Through people. Let me take some time here. Who are the people around you? I, listen, I don't have too many people. People may think that I'm a friend of them, but I'm not a friend of them. Cause I'm friendly, I'm a nice guy, but I am very cautious with people. The Bible even talks about Jesus said he did not entrust himself with everyone because he knew the hearts of everyone, even though Jesus had disciples, he didn't entrust himself. Because what if Peter would what if Peter was, was everything to him? He would have never been able to say, get behind me, Satan, to Peter's face. <laughs> Can you see the Satan behind the person's face? It's important to be able to see the devil behind a person's face because just because they smile. Just because they got your back now doesn't mean ain't a devil in them. The best way to trap people is with people. That's why you can't be so desperate for friends. That's why you can't be so desperate for a relationship. That's why you can't be desperate for nothing because people can change. And so what you got to understand, you can't count it strange when people change when you don't find out that there's a demon behind them. And you have to say, there's, people are ticking time bombs. The devil loves to build... Listen... The enemy will either, either he's either the enemy sent them in in your life or if they went into your life there. If they don't have no guards on them, they're usable. And what I mean by this, every person in your life, if not cautious, could have a ticking timer on them. You're like, man, the friendship was great for three years. He was amazing to date for three years. She was amazing to be with for four years. And out of nowhere, boom. What happened? The enemy had them in your life long enough to get you comfortable with them. And then the assignment that was in them, whether they knew it or didn't know, now blows up in your face. And now when it blows up, now you emotionally wounded. Now you're damaged. Now you're hurt. And now it, most people are not spiritually mature enough. If you're not spiritually mature enough to avoid it, or to leave it, then you're not going to be mature enough to get out of it. And if you're not mature enough to get out of it, then you may be in there for 20 years and now you become the hurt person that hurt others. Are you the ticking time bomb hurting somebody else because you're hurt? The enemy, you remember uh, Neo in the Matrix, they jumped into the driver of the truck to get them. They jump into people to get to you. That's why you can't be so connected to everyone around you. I am not that connected to my wife. I love her. More than any other person on this planet, but I ain't gonna be that connected to the where she could control me. Not saying that she's controlling, but what I'm saying is she should be that connected to me. Our ultimate connection gotta be in the God, so that even if she says something wrong, I, even though I love her, get thee behind me, say now and never say that to her face. And she should be able to do that to me, too. I hear you, babe, but let's pray about it. And because she knows at any given moment. Not that she has to be cautious and concerned; is that there a devil in Josh, But we always got to be on alert that we don't have no devil coming in us to be used against each other. There was times when me and my wife would be like, when, when it was before my time to preach, oh, when it was before her time to minister. We was like, why are we always in arguments the night before, or the day before of ministry, or the day after, or the ten minutes after a ministry? Why? And we was like, wow, we got to be on guard on that. Because why every time I'm about to preach, we're in an argument. Every time you're about to sing, we get in an argument. We're talking about when we first got married. Or every time while we was dating too. <clears throat> or why after I done preach, we get into an argument. Why after you done sung and minister to the people and sung, we're in an argument. We said, oh, this ain't, this ain't just random. Because you think the enemy's not going to retaliate after you done annihilate it? Some level of his kingdom. So as as husband and wives, we always got to be on guard. As a husband, I got to be on guard. Am I being used by the devil to cause my wife to not be the, feel like the woman she needs to be? And she has to be on her too. And that's why I don't have that many friends. That's too exhausting to be wondering if this person got a devil in them. And even if I am associated with coworkers, people like that, I I, I, I I allow the spirit of God and discernment to, to say, this is as far as you can go within trusting yourself with them. This is as far as you go. And the Holy Spirit will give me checks. And the Holy Spirit will give you checks. This is as far as you go with this person. No, but he's amazing, God. This is as far as you go with this person. But she looks good. This is as far as you go with this person. And some limbs is just hey and bye. Hey, and that's it. That's as far as you go. And you got to check your heart to make sure you are okay with saying no so that you won't go as far as you should go. But the greatest way he uses or traps us is through people. Who are the people in your life right now? Who are the people you're associated with? Who is your best friend? (laughs) Who, Who do you have the closest? Watch them. And watch yourself. I'm not saying you don't be a friend. I'm not saying you don't be who you need to be, but you got to always be on guard. Enjoy them. Enjoy them. But keep your head on a swivel. Because just because I've been in the game for a long time don't mean I'm not susceptible. That's why I watch and pray. Lest I too fall into temptation to make myself uh, affect my wife's temperament. The more we are surrounded by people who are also watching themselves, the better we can entrust ourselves with them. But we got to make sure that we are just not so eager for friendships, eager for relationships. Because listen, most of us right now, most people right now, are married to devils, are in friendships with devils, and they don't even know it. And the person that has a devil and don't even know it. Let's keep going. How to avoid traps or how Satan traps us through pride, puffs us up, causes to be prideful, and then we have a hard fall. S, sinful habits, self-explanatory, traps are through sinful habits, and short-sightedness. Not being able to think three moves ahead is the best way to trap us, man, in the head. Because you got to always think three moves ahead and say, okay, if you're always short-sighted, then you'll never see the traps. But if you think three moves ahead, you'll say, oh, mm, she looks good. Come on now. She looks good, but there's a trap. See, fellas, you don't know what you got until you unwrap it. That's we can't. That's why Proverbs talks about that. Watch out for that woman of lust. Watch out for that woman because even even online, even what you do, right? You gotta watch out for them type of women because you don't know what you got into it. You don't know, you don't know what you got until you undress her. You don't know what you got until you whatever. You don't know what you got, so you gotta think three moves ahead of him or her. And be like uh, for ladies too and gentlemen. I said I think three moves ahead because 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 even though their body is built well, even though they speak well, even though they seem like they know God well, doesn't mean they're well. And then when you get a, a, a immersed and engaging with them, and then about time you in it, you really see what they about. But you got to say, people always put their best foot forward, but watch the other foot. Watch the other foot. Let's keep going. Now how? To avoid Satan's traps, real quickly, how to avoid Satan's traps. Number one, T, stay tapped in. Stay tapped in with the Spirit of God. Stay tapped in. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm tapped in. Nah, I'm in a river now. I am my best when I'm tapped in. I am, I'm telling you right now, I'm my best when I <claps> tapped in, focused, tapped in. Stay tapped in and take your time. That's how your voice ain't trapped. Stay tapped in. I'm staying tapped in to God. I'm staying submitted to God. I'm staying submitted. I'm tapped in. I'm in my disciplines. I'm tapped in. I'm in my, I'm in my flow. I'm in my rhythm. I'm tapped in. I'm a, I, like right now, I'm writing a book. I'm staying tapped in because productivity is a good tool to defeat the devil. I'm tapped in my marriage. I'm tapped in. How you doing, babe? Tapped in. I'm tapped in to my, my 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 mastery of exegetical ability. And getting. I'm staying, I'm staying tapped in. I'm staying tapped in. I'm staying tapped in. In my purpose. In my person. My person, I'm staying tapped in. How are you doing, Josh? You good? Stay tapped in. I'm tapped into who I am. I'm tapped into my wife. I'm tapped into my marriage. I'm tapped into the children I don't even have yet. I'm tapped in. I'm tapped in my relationship with God. I'm in it. When you tap out, you're blown out. You got to stay tapped in and take your time. People who are just so fast and so quick, those people fall into traps. How you avoid traps? Take your time and trust God's timing. Take your time. Enjoy your singleness. Enjoy your marriage. Enjoy the season. Stay tapped in. Take your time. Don't be in a rush because rushing ruins. Or renew your mind. Renew your mind. How to avoid saying trap? Aggressively renew your mind in areas that you are not confident, in areas that you are ignorant, Renew your mind. Change the way you think about money. Change the way you think about food. Change the way you think about diet. Change the way you think about friendship. Change the way you think about relationships. Change the way you think about all these other things. Change the way you think so you can avoid traps. So the more you know, the more you grow. And the more you know, the more you show. And the more you show, they'd be like, no, I can't, I can't mess with them because I see that that person knows. right? Renew your mind and become regimented. That means become disciplined. You don't defeat the devil through desires. You defeat him through discipline. My pastor said that many years ago, Pastor Robin Goo. He says you can't defeat the devil through desires. You defeat the devil through discipline. You got to get disciplined. You got to get skilled. You got to get. You got to. You got to get into forms of mastery. You got to become regimented, disciplined, in order to avoid Satan's trap. You so you, you too disciplined in your eating. That he can't affect you in your health. You too disciplined with your thinking. He can't affect you with your mind. You too disciplined in your feeling. He can't affect you in your emotion. You too disciplined in your spending. He can't affect you with your money. You see what I'm saying? Stay regimented. Hey, How to avoid Satan's traps? Stay alert and aware. Always watch. We already talked about that. Stay alert and aware. Stay alert and aware. Why? Do, why are you smiling? Why are you smiling so hard at me? Why? Why? Why, why is this, where did this come from? Who, what, when, where, how, and how often to what extent? Stay learning to where. Apply God's word and be accountable. The best way to avoid a trap is to apply God's word. Know God's word to apply God's word. In order to show God's word, you got to know God's word. In order to show that you know, you got to know it. And apply it. Because the more you apply the things that God, God's stuff, God's principles, too high for the enemy to tear down. When you're operating in godly principles, he can't tear you down. And be accountable. You need accountability. Ask the Holy Spirit to see you someone that can hold you accountable. And be accountable. Right? P, avoid being prideful or in self-pity. That's how you avoid Satan's traps. Avoid being prideful. Stay humble. Stay little in your own mind, in your own eyes. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Think of yourself soberly. Avoid being prideful. Avoid self-pity. Man, listen, man. Even though you're in, in a pit don't mean you'd be pitiful. Get out and let's get to it. S, how to avoid Satan's traps. Remember that traps are subtle. Never forget it. Traps are subtle. So don't look, don't be waiting for the ah, but Josh, I ain't seen the big devil yet. And ain't the big foxes destroyed the vines, it's a little foxes. And know the specifics. Know the specifics of you. What's tailored to you? What was once tailored to you? What are you more prone to? What is tailored to men? Typically, what's tailored to women typically, what's tailored to teenagers, typically, what's tailored to children, typically, what's tailored to know the specifics. I pray this uh video was a blessing to you. Thank you all so much for watching. Um, I pray that you got a lot out of it. Make sure you share this with everyone because I think these these, these in these times we gotta know because uh, so many people out here, because real recognize real. I, I believe that I'm a real one, um, because I know who the realest is, and the, I'm God has gifted me with discernment. I can look at a thing and be like, man, that, and most people are blinded to it, but the more you grow into spirit, I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. What I'm saying is that I've, I've, I've created a skill with this. I've developed this and, and, and I'm, I'm growing my, I'm endeavoring to grow in it. And that's why I'm, I'm petitioning to you to do the same because man, it's, it's, it's too dense out here to be ditzy. Uh, And and you got to know what you're. Um, getting involved in. So I pray this book, not book, this video was a blessing to you. I have some uh, books and card games. This this book right here will help you. This is my latest book that I came out with called Counterfeit or Counterpart, How to Continue to Discern the Will of God in Every Area of Your Life. That book right here is going to help you develop your discernment. Also this book right here on soul ties, the purpose of freedom, how to untie soul ties strongly. We talked about the generational piece. That book will be a benefit to you as well. And uh, the book on spiritual warfare. I'm going to show this graphic. It's that red book up here, that red book, World of War Me. That book right there talks about the whole armor of God and how you can in the evil day. Those books are available on Amazon. Just type in Joshua Eze. My name is right here. Joshua Eze on Amazon. Um, type that in and you'll be able to see all my books there. And I believe those three for sure at the top of the pile for this particular topic will be a blessing to you. Um, what else? Um Books, card games, all that stuff is on my website. Aries for the support. If you feel like this video was a blessing and you feel pressed by the Holy Spirit, to support, you could do so there on IamUnplugged.com. We have a great cause through our mentoring program. I work at a high school and I just got a text from my uh, principal that she wants our mentoring program back heavily uh, next school year. And of course, those things take funding, take support. So if you want to support us, go to iamunplug.com. We'll appreciate your generosity. We appreciate generosity in advance. Um, uh, courses, card games, books—all that good stuff—is there. unplug.com If you're watching on YouTube right now, those all those links are in my description box. So even while you're watching the video, tap down—you'll see the links there. If you're watching on Facebook, just type in unplug.com for more tools and resources there. Um, let me make sure I talk to the people. T- Tatiana says, "Facts." She says, "Yep, I used to feel so bad about not allowing everyone VIP access. I'm learning now, though. Net- Listen, access levels." Not everybody deserves access to you. No, but not everybody deserves access. We're giving people bedroom treatment who deserve to be in the streets. We're giving people access to sheets where they belong in the streets. Guys <laughs> Girl says, "What's a ble- that, what a blessing. God gets the glory. This is good. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Oh, we got another comment. Let me see. Thank you. Thank you, uh, DeAndre. I pray I pray this continue to be a blessing. Share this. Get this out to many people because a lot of people need to hear this uh i pray for you right now father god i thank you so much for these individuals watching me right now through the thought that's been given to me through christ jesus i command every demonic spirit associated with these individuals demonic spirits that are connected to their mind their taste buds, their emotions their heart their their lifestyle i command you right now to loose them in jesus name holy spirit i thank you for anyone that' that doesn't have that is not saved or is' in a back condition or any person that's not and, and, and flow with you. I thank you that you've already uh, created a scenario utilizing this video uh, to help them find um, um, their pathway to truth because whom the sun sets free, is free and free and that you lead and guide them all true. But we thank you, Lord, that they will be able to operate in this and that they will become aware of the traps that are in their uh, vicinity. And we thank you for it for, and Jesus We do pray. Amen. I love y'all. No more comments. I was just checking to see if there's no more comments. Good. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. See y'all next week or next time, next video. Subscribe if you haven't. I'll see you all next time. Peace.